Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. My name is Pete Gilthorne. I'm here with my business partner, Nat Truett. We're all about helping people become better business people or just becoming business people. Good morning, Nat. Good morning, Pete. What's going oh, on? Oh, I'm so excited. Today, we're going to talk about goal setting. And I, I it's one of my favorite topics. Last week, we talked about the importance of goal setting, but I thought we would really dive into goal setting uh, today. How does that sound? That sounds perfect. I know last week we were talking a lot about weight loss. Have you been making any progress on that? <laughs> so are you specifically asking me, did I hit my, my goals for the year on weight loss? Is that is that the specific yes. question on the table? Uh, yes. Yes. Thank you for tuning me up. The answer is no, uh, I did not hit my objectives uh, from that standpoint. Cool. And so uh, I need to do a better job. And that's why I got to probably listen to uh, our podcast that we're, we're going to do here uh, today uh, to get some valuable tips to stay on course so that I don't end up in the same position a year from now, not hitting my my goals. All right. Well, I'm going to hold you accountable and I'm going to ask you next year. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to use all these great techniques. So why don't we dive in and talk about, you know, goal setting and, and how important it is from the standpoint of really kind of setting the right goals and the way in which we measure those goals. Sound like a plan? Perfect. Let's do it. When did you start doing goals? Oh, a long time ago, probably actually with like the Stephen Covey in the front, you know, so I'm dating myself a little bit, but you remember the Franklin planner It's like yeah. that seven ring binder thing. Yep. So probably in 90, 1992, 93, 94, 95, whenever that was popular, that's when I started. Yeah. I was in a leadership class in college and, uh, Dr. Hallett, I think was the teacher and he took us through goal setting and it was pretty amazing. So I've always tried to incorporate the stuff that I learned there. So goal setting is a big thing. And, uh, you know, this is the time of year to, to put in plan, put a plan in place. So let's talk a little bit about the different types of goals. So let's first talk about personal goals. So you set personal goals every year. I do. Good. And do you, what, what kind of uh, process do you follow to set, set those goals? Well, when you talk it, what, uh, maybe explain a little bit more what you mean by personal goals. Well, personal goals. So there's all different types of personal goals. So it could be, uh, I want to focus on relationships or I want to uh, live a healthier life, or I want to get my bank account up to blank or, or, you know, whatever it may be. So kind of those, there's a whole list of different categories. So whether it's fitness, wealth, religion, whatever works for people, but there's a whole list. So what do you do to kind of formulate your goals? Um, you know, there was a long time ago, I remember like for personal goals, there's kind of like that um, circle with the, um, it's like a wagon wheel with the spokes. And then you yep. kind of like, you indicated how you felt like you were doing like one to 10 for each one. Um, so like health and fitness. So I'm a seven or relationships. So I'm a three. And then you could kind of figure out like what you needed to work on or focus on for that year. I sometimes am a little bit conflicted. I feel like we spend a lot of time trying to work on our weaknesses. I, a lot of times encourage people to work on their strengths, <laughs> but it makes the wagon wheel a little bit more lopsided sometimes. Um, but I think just trying to get a benchmark of where you're at and trying to figure out what you want to work on and then putting together a, um, you know, a daily, weekly, monthly plan is a good starting point. Yeah. And I think we, I mentioned this last year, if, if you haven't got one before that living your best life ever uh, by Darren Hardy is an absolutely amazing um, 
tool you can use, right? So you kind of talked about that, uh, the ring where you can, you rate your different skills or, or things that are important to you. And then, and then really kind of focus on that. The other cool thing about this is that it has a daily rhythm or a weekly rhythm. So you check if you're doing whatever you're supposed to be doing. Uh, yeah. And then it also has where you have a weekly, uh, weekly um, stuff and it essentially shows you put in there all your information. So this is my new book for this year. And you put in kind of your top three for the week and you kind of focus on it and it, you're tracking your performance. Uh, it's a great tool. They're not really expensive. They're like 30 bucks, but, uh, but I've used it uh, the last couple of years and I've been pretty pleased with it. Yeah. I think there's some huge value to going old school and using paper. Um, I also was writing down kind of that concept of don't begin your day until you finish it. Um, so it's like, you actually, you know, you kind of know what you want to accomplish for that day or for that week or for that month um, with written goals. And then you go, go after it all for it. It's amazing how much more efficient, more focused you'll, you are when you're, you have like daily goals. Yeah. Well, I think it's that term. If you don't know where you're going, you don't get there, right? It's hard to get there. So, <laughs> exactly. and I think that's right. So goal setting. And I just was reading as I was preparing for this, only 3% of people set goals. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy. So uh, it's a good, uh, good habit to get into each year, putting together your personal goals. Now I was reading something also, and I, and I believe this is like keeping your goals positive and kind of to your point of your strengths, but it was like, if you wanted to lose 20 pounds, the goal wouldn't be, I want to lose 20 pounds. It would be, I want to take my weight from, I want to weigh 190 pounds at the end of the year, right? So if you're at 210, uh, so putting it in a positive way opposed to something negative. You know, kind of an interesting um, example of goal setting is my son is a sophomore in high school. And so the football team has the 750 club. <laughs> and so 750 is combined weight for bench, squat, and hand clean. And so he got in his mind, he wants to do the 750 club. So he's been going to the gym and drinking protein and eating chicken. So they had the um, kind of the, the max, the one rep max uh, last week. And he, believe it or not, he was five pounds short. <laughs> so he's, he said, coach, can I work on it for another week and then redo my um, max to see if he could get, you know, get it. Uh, I just thought that was so awesome. You know, he's got this goal. It's, it's motivating him every single day, what he's eating, what he's working out, like how he's working out. It's measurable. He's, you know, I see him with his little notebook and he's writing down how many reps, like, Oh, I just did five reps at two fifteen. You know, he's like, it's so ex exciting. I think um, actually for us as dads, it's kind of, a, it's kind of fun to um, remember what it was like to be a 15 or 16 year old uh male right yeah and how simple life actually is and i think and we think about goal setting for ourselves maybe you know maybe we need to kind of take a page out of that playbook and be like hey if you're if you were 15 years old or 16 years old and knew you couldn't fail like what would you do you know and just keep it simple and and tackle it every day well and you, we've always kind of talked about those smart goals right specific measurable attainable relevant and, and time bound and i guess that's right and to keep it as simple as possible and stuff that you can do you know the idea is don't make something too big of a goal um certainly want to aspire for things but you want it to also be attainable or, or yeah. real world so for sure from that standpoint so so there are short-term goals and and we put those in place for a year you know, one of the things that were, I was introduced to, and I really hadn't done it, I was introduced to decade goals. 
Have you done anything with that? I, I'm really new to decade planning uh, individually, but uh, how about you? Have, you? have you been involved in that? You know, I always, you know, I was kind of more like the New Year's resolutions was kind of my goal setting plan. So kind of the concept of a decade goal is newer to me also. It's interesting. I was reading the book, The One Thing, and they were had this headline I thought was genius. It was like how billionaires set goals. And so I'm like, I want, I want to learn a little bit more about this. And kind of the concept is like billionaires set goals by look, they do two things. They look backwards in life and figure out like, how did I get here? And it was kind of like these series of events or decisions along the way. So it ends up kind of being a straight line. And then what they do is when you, cause then when you're like, it's today, right. And you're like, what do I want to do in the next 10, 20, 30 years? There's so many choices and options. Like, let's be honest, we could do almost anything that we wanted to, right? It's like, how do you get the clarity and find, figure out the one thing to do? So, and it's, Darren Hardy talks about it in the compound effect too. It's like, depending on what path you take, if you're like an airplane, if you're one degree difference, it's the difference between ending up in New York or ending up in Florida, you know, over enough time and distance. So billionaires, a lot of times they'll kind of like time travel and they'll think about like, okay, where do I want to be in, you know, let's call it 30 years, right? And then they start to work backwards. Well, if I want to be do this in 30 years, what do I have to do in 10 years? Where do I have to be? Where do I have to be in uh, one year? Where do I have to, what do I have to accomplish this month? And then you can get, a, you could doubt all the way back to today. Like, what do I need to do today? Like, what's the one thing? And that's why I really like that, the book, The One Thing. It really helps you like get focus and clarity, whether you're setting one-year goals or 10, 20, 30-year goals. And I think you can really, time is just a time, compound interest or comp, compounding time is just such an amazing force of nature. Well, yeah. I mean, and I'm a big fan of Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect, right? I mean, yeah. he just I think he just released a, a new uh, version of it. But yeah, it is. It's the little things, right? It's the little actions that you take that build up over time that have that compounded effect. And so what you're telling me is that billionaires basically figure out where out they want to be and then they work their way back and it's the little things each day that ultimately get them to where they want to be 20 or 30 years from now yeah and i even remember reading like um about steve jobs at apple you know and it, he i think if i remember correctly he made this statement like what's you know what's your proudest accomplishment and he said it actually isn't what we accomplished like he's most proud like of all the things he said no to yeah. which because that's kind of like that refining and, and, you know, like trial by fire. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So when you know where you're going, you get clarity about what you need to say no to, even though sometimes it's super painful or there might be peer pressure or what have you. Even like when you're starting a business, like your peers might be like, well, you're crazy. You have a great corporate job. You can work from home. You have benefits. But if that's not what your goal is, <laughs> You know? Yeah, it doesn't get you where you want to go. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've read a lot too about this idea that keeping what you focus on to like three things and everything else you just park aside, yeah. you know, and you hear like Warren Buffett, same kind of thing. They just focus on three things and then everything else, they just kind of park it. And I think that's really important as, as you go through this stuff. So the one thing I'll have to get that book. I, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they so. were sending me um, some emails and I signed up for a goal planning, like an online goal goal planning uh, workshop. So I'll, 
I'm going to start doing that and I'll let you know how it goes. Looks pretty good. Very good. No, I know we have a, like a goal uh, setting template for people to use uh, on our website. So that's certainly available uh, for people to use. You know, we probably should do one for, I, I don't even know how we create one for decade planning, but we should probably <laughs> extend that out to decade planning. Add a zero. <laughs> Instead of one year, it's 10 years. <laughs> I was thinking a little bit more than that, but that's a, that's probably a pretty good start. So, yeah. so we have our regular personal goals. We have decade goals, right? Or long-term goals. And then both of us are in business. So each year, do you also sit down with your businesses and set, set goals? Yeah. I kind of started this interesting process of I'm pretty aggressive every single quarter where we set pretty aggressive goals. And I try to accomplish in one quarter what would nor- take the average person a year in business. So I set quarterly goals every year. I treat it every quarter. I treat that like a year so we'll do a complete goal planning process, uh, team meeting, and then we'll all get on board and go for it. Um, and it's pretty amazing. Like uh, my senior care has actually doubled in business this year. So that is a pretty good accomplishment for, for one year. But if you look at like each quarter growing by about 20 or 25%, that's what you kind of would expect for a year. But, you know, we just really compressed it and it makes it a lot more fun. Now, do you use any kind of... Um tool to kind of focus on that is like, I think um, the book traction that, yeah. that I've read about. Yeah, that was stuff. a huge help. Um, and then, so every week we have these weekly pulse meetings and everybody has a number and they're like thumbs up, thumbs down. So we know how all the key indicators are going every week. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Darren Hardy, I think does the same thing with his A team, right? Thumbs <laughs> up or thumbs down uh, in terms of their, their daily, totally. Or excuse me, their weekly numbers. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, so you focus on uh, basically a quarter at a time, trying to ex- have explosive growth based on doing in a quarter, what you do normally for a year. Yep. Right. Okay. Got it. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I put together mine. I, I'm, I, I, really don't have a team. So, um, so that really doesn't work for me, but I do like the idea when I had a business coach, he gave me a a tool. It was called a 10 panel. And basically you pick the 10 things that you want to work on and how that impacts your business. And, and that's been very, very effective for me to use. So it's a tool I've carried forward for about the last eight years. Yeah. I think for people that are like coaches or consultants or maybe even corporate and tend to be like workaholics. I think it's pretty helpful to when you're doing your annual planning is actually get your calendar and black out when you're going to take time off, you know, and whether that's, you know, some three day weekends or whether it's a week with a family over Thanksgiving or what have you. Because what I found is people that are type A, hard chargers have a hard time making time for themselves. And if you don't put it on the calendar and then basically plan everything else around that, you end up like being like, Oh my God, I, I just worked like, you know, six days a week, all year, all year and didn't really take any breaks. So. Yeah. I had a, a big calendar and I did that, right. I planned out all my vacations and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a dry racer one. Right. So I, I would, you know, I'd have all these things planned and then all of a sudden I would just, wipe out the little time off and put some more things to get done, you know, and stuff like that. So, but I think it's a great thing to, to map out time for yourself to time to do the things that you want to do. And so, yeah, there's some great wall calendars uh, from the standpoint. Yeah. So if you don't take good. care of yourself, you, you know, you're not going to be able to take care of your family or your business, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's true too. So absolutely. 
So that's good. So goal setting's big. Uh, if you if you don't set goals, you're not going to get there. Yeah. And so 3% of people do it. So uh, we need to all do a better job of setting goals, whether it's personally and long-term goals and business goals uh, from that standpoint. You know, when you think about this class you're going to take, what do, you, what do you hope to get out of this goal setting seminar or classes that you're going to be taking? What do you hope to get out of it? Most people are pretty competent or capable. So there's like lots of paths that we could do. What my goal, <laughs> my goal for the goal setting class is, is actually the name of the book, The One Thing. So it's just like to get some clarity and then to know what to say no to better, basically, right? Um, mm-hmm. To make better choices and use my time better. And then once you're able to do that, you get can just get a lot more leverage, a lot more efficiency, and then you get a lot more energy. And then, you know, you can be working out, eating, spending time with your family and your business or your, you know, your career will continue to go um, if you're not super distracted. So that's my, I'm hoping to get clarity. All right, good. So you're going to find your one I'm going to find my one thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of a genius, okay, kind of a genius title. It's like that concept of the dominoes, right? Like yeah. if you have like a, a domino, if you have a two inch domino, it will technically knock over a four inch domino and progressively getting bigger. So like, you know, that it's kind of like compounding a penny every day for 30 days. Like by the time you get to the 30th day, you're knocking down a domino that would reach the moon type scenario. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> amazing. What was it? The movie city slickers when we were younger, right? That, and uh, was it curly? Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the old, old, the, the, yeah. the one thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I'm going to go get that book today. The one thing. So we'll, we'll give it a shot. Okay. And I encourage you if you, if you haven't bought uh, living your best year ever by uh, Darren Hardy, it's a, a great tool. Excellent. So Nat goal setting, as we talked about is so important and there's so many ways in which we can set goals, measure goals. Uh, and, and so, you know, as we talk about going forward, um, you and I, I think we should, uh, we'll have some fun with goal setting. Maybe we do something towards um, the middle of, of next year where we kind of talk about, okay, where are we at with our goals and, and, and how important it is to, to kind of continue to measure them. Does that sound like a plan? That sounds really good. I'm really looking forward to 2022. I think it's going to be a great year and, you know, going to hopefully things are getting back to normal, a little bit more back to normal. And uh, we can all make huge progress. Yep. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.